the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. WTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio With SRN News I'm Bob Agnew with Washington The U.S. Postal Service says it wanted to avoid a repeat of the 2020 holiday shipping disaster and it managed to pull it off this time around. Ship Matrix, which analyzes shipping package data, says just under 97% of the Postal Service shipments arrived on time during a two-week period in December. It was a major improvement from last year, when more than a third of first-class mail was late by the time Christmas arrived. Postal Service officials say they installed 112 new package sorting machines and hired 40,000 seasonal employees. Also, there were fewer quarantine postal workers this year, and shoppers ordered and shipped items earlier than last year. I'm Mike Hempen. And it was a slow day to end the year on Wall Street. The Dow Jones Industrial Average lost about 60 points Friday. This is SRN News. It's 2022, and this could be the year. This could be the year we finally get a handle on COVID. This could be the year we flip the house back red. And this could be the year Congress finally stops arguing and works together. But probably not. For what could be and what is in 2022, keep it right here. Happy New Year. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. And let's take a look at your weather. Today, cold and a high of one below. Tomorrow, decreasing clouds and a low of 16 below. Then for your Sunday, sunny and a high of 6. And it gets warmer on Monday, sunny and a high of 27. The Narn with Mitzburg is next right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. The views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. <laughs> now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and world. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The show that says to all the, the red huddled masses we're yearning to see red come on out it's a beautiful day the northern alliance radio network am 1280 the patriot my name mitch berg my blog shot in the dark info this special weather bulletin just in for southern minnesota and southern minnesotans don't go outside it's cold you will die they will find your bodies in a snowdrift in spring if you're lucky and if the wolves leave anything left it is too cold for minnesota man nor minnesota beast to be outside away from the home and hearth don't do it you will regret it and so will your loved ones 
closed-circuit message to natives of North Dakota. Set condition two, bravo. Zip your jackets and watch out. There's Minnesotans driving out there. You know how bad that can get. Anyway, welcome back, everyone. Uh, back from my Christmas broadcast. Gee, money isn't buying it here. <laughs> At any rate, uh, welcome back uh, for after two weeks off. I hope you all had a wonderful and blessed Christmas holiday or whatever holiday your worldview observes. I mean, there's a lot of people listening to the station who aren't necessarily observing Christmas. It's Hanukkah. It's Eid. It's it's uh, it's. Uh, Anything but Festivus, I'm fine with. Festivus just annoys the bejeebers out of me. Some things should just be left as jokes on sitcoms. Uh, I, I annoy all due respect to those of you who make a big production out of Festivus. It just annoys the bejeebers out of me. Always did. Uh, so anyway, for those of you who, who do, in fact, in, observe any of the other holidays, I hope you had a great one. I certainly did. Got together with family, did a lot of fun stuff. Played my uh, usual... Uh, holiday Christmas uh, evergreen show. I recorded it, gosh, probably six years ago now. Been playing it every uh, Christmas broadcast since then, and I love it. It's it's uh, it's. I listened to it the other, last night actually, and I said, oh, that wasn't bad. I kind of enjoyed that show. I, uh, I who, who is that guy? Why isn't he on the network? At any rate. No, I, that's an idea I stole from Michael Medved. So uh, he who never worked a holiday because he did these wonderful. Uh, holiday broadcasts about all the things that uh, the, the various holidays should mean to you as as a person, as a believer, as a, as a leader of a family, potentially, and as a conservative in, in many respects here. So this is uh, it, it, was a, it was a great time. I hope you had a great holiday as well. It's, uh, of course, we're now reaching the end of the time of the year where uh, much of our culture and I'm looking at to a great extent national public radio. Uh, but really, it's it's echoed through another uh, uh, much of popular culture as well. Gets downright neurotic about Christmas and can't let uh, thirty seconds pass without uh, telling you how awful, how neurotic, how dysfunctional uh, it's supposed to be being together with family. And uh, oh, good lord, the never Trump crowd on the left and the right. Well, mostly on the left just keeps getting farther and farther and more deranged. I, you know me. I'm not necessarily a huge Donald Trump fan. Uh, the things he did well, all, I won't say they got wiped out. I mean, I, uh, by the things that happened on January 6th of last year, of which much more to come, uh, most likely next week on the broadcast. Believe me, we'll be talking about next year as uh, as we uh, review the orgy of bloody shirt waving that will ensue over this past week. The media is is hot to rub all of our noses in January sixth here, and we'll we'll take that apart next week. But and that'll give. By the way, if if nothing else, if there if there is any blessing in that situation, is that it gives big media something to do other than obsess about how miserable you should be. Being around your family on the Christmas, but the but on Christmas, but the left, the never Trump, the Trump deranged crowd on the left, seems to think that having relatives who voted for Trump is almost as serious, almost as dysfunctional, almost as much of a stimulus for misery as having I don't know relatives who don't go out and get vaccinated. <laughs> Hearing the the the, sh the the shrieking and the garment rending over both. These last two holiday seasons has, well, if I were a scroogier person than I, than I am, I, it would be, it would, it would be something to, <laughs> I, I'd, I'd be mocking people for it. It just feels sad to me right now. 
anyway, those are some holiday traditions, people venting a, a fair amount of bitterness about the fact that people see facts in life differently than they do and, and being a bunch of spoiled, entitled infants about it. We'll hear about that every holiday until there's a, I don't know, something in society comes along that maybe makes people forget about these, quote, hardships, end quote. A couple things that will be forgotten this year, though. Uh, a couple things that I guarantee you, you will not hear about again, ever. The Waukesha Parade Killer, he's gone. You, you won't see hiding or hair of him. The trial will get new coverage in the mainstream media. Uh, this will go down as an SUV killing, not respecting the fact, uh, not respecting, uh, notwithstanding the fact that the, the the person who drove the car through the crowd of Christmas revelers in Waukesha, Wisconsin, specifically set out, apparently from the evidence we have, uh, with with a motive to take it out on people. If you want to call it terror, but it's the next best thing. Anyway, boom, that'll be disappeared. That'll be a bit of 2021 we never hear from again, other than perhaps to impeach the notion of the sports utility vehicle. What else will we not hear about again in 2022? Oh, the brawl at MSP Terminal 2, the formerly the Humphrey Terminal. Yeah, that's going to be out of the news. The, the huge brawl that took place within the last month at MSP Terminal 2. The Miami high-rise collapse, well, it didn't cover Ron DeSantis in shame, so suspect that it will be going. I did see it on some year-end reviews yesterday, but it'll be gone. How about the number of Americans left in Afghanistan? Heck, that barely made it into the fourth quarter of the year. How many Americans are left in Afghanistan? Well, don't, don't go asking the feds. They won't know, and they don't care. How about Alec Baldwin's accident on the movie set with a gun? I I, I know a lot of my conservative friends, uh, especially my conservative friends who are shooters. In fact, they don't even have to be conservative friends who are shooters. There are there are liberal shooters out there, and they have been saying over this last few months uh, since the uh, incident with Alec Baldwin and the loaded firearm on the set of uh, the movie Rust. I don't know, two months ago. So, yeah, he didn't clear the weapon. He didn't check to make sure that that, uh, it was safe. And for you and I out on a shooting range or carrying a concealed firearm or, yeah, yeah, for all of us whose entire use of live weapons is as live weapons, poking holes in things or, God forbid, attackers, those are the rules and they make perfect sense. If you start dinging on Hollywood for 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 not following all of the rules for handling firearms, conventional, I should say, rules for handling firearms, then pretty much all, every piece of television or film entertainment, up to and including Band of Brothers and Saving Private Ryan, from, from them all the way down to Brooklyn Nine-Nine, anything that's got a gun in it uh, that gets pointed at someone, uh, it's all gone because... They follow a different set of rules, and by the way, with three exceptions that we can remember in the last 40 years, those rules are effective and enforced mercilessly. I say this as someone who was a former stagehand and worked with with real weapons on stages. There are different rules, 
and those rules are, if anything, even more stringent, even more nitpicky than the rules that you and I have to follow out on the range. And those rules were broken wholesale on the set of Rust. And you can remember three cases in the last 40 years where similar breaches of the rules have caused similar tragedies. One of them is John David Hexham. 40 years ago almost now. The other one, of course, Brandon Lee on the set of the movie Crow, in both cases where firearms that weren't supposed to be loaded with anything or with, uh, well, anything, uh, anything were either, or with blanks in the case of John David Hexham, John Eric Hexham, I should say, uh, blanks were ported, pointed in an unsafe direction, resulting in someone dying. Hint, blanks can be deadly within a few feet away. Blanks will kill you just as dead as a bullet. Uh, the Brandon Lee case was set armorers doing a terrible, uh, terrible modification of a bullet that left it just as deadly as the real thing. And, of course, uh, the, the episode with Alec Baldwin, where someone put a live round into a gun that was supposed to be cold, as it were. Anyway, that uh, there are rules that are supposed to be followed. They're different than the rules you follow out on the range. But they are just as absolutely important to follow. And you think of all the movie sets you've seen with thousands of guns floating around and how few accidents there have been. The rules usually work. Well, Alec Baldwin, uh, unfortunately, did not. Anyway, the list goes on. And the question is, does the media have a short attention span on on this story or other short stories that, that will disappear after this year, like Andrew Cuomo's concurrent slaughter of senior citizens and his bevy of sex crimes, sexual harassment charges and so forth, or perhaps Ilhan Omar's marriage to her brother and her uh, spouse's gravy trained from her campaign funds, um, or other stories that have been forgotten about for over a year, like whatever happened to Umbrella Man? Or Another story that disappeared over a year ago, Jacob Fry sicking, quote, anti, end quote, fa on the Trump supporters in October of 2020, before the election. Basically saying, yeah, open season on Trump supporters, anti, fa, go for it. Or Keith Ellison's domestic abuse allegations. Oh, those have been buried down the memory hole for years now. Anybody remember hundreds of millions of dollars defrauded from Minnesota Health and Human Services? On the DFL's watch, by the way. Or let's go way back. Let's go back five years now. Mark Dayton's disappearance from office for months at a time. Yeah, no, it's us citizens and us conservative media types who have been putting misinformation, disinformation, and and memory-holing inconvenient facts all this time. Yeah, that's us. 651-289-4488, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Much more to come. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Have you recently received a quote for an exterior home improvement project that was so high it made you seriously consider selling the house instead? In today's market, it's more important than ever to get multiple bids to make sure you're getting the best possible prices on any investment in your home. I'm Ryan with my three quotes. 
Not only can I provide you the most competitive bids in the Twin Cities for free, but I can guarantee it will be the quickest and easiest way to get them. Whether you need siding, roofing, or windows, I will personally come to your house for a short meeting so we can determine which name brands make the most sense for you and your house. And I'm all about multiple options, so you can have a variety of price points to choose from. A few days later, you'll receive an email from me with the bids attached. I've done the homework on brands and contractors, so you don't have to. It's that simple. No salespeople, no pressure, and no obligation to buy. To set up one short meeting with me, visit GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack. Rack Shack Barbecue. iBelieve.com helps women wrestle with the deeper issues of their faith. Drop by for blogs and daily devotionals for women, plus articles on relationships, health and beauty, parenting, and more. At iBelieve.com, a division of Salem Media Group. I believe.com. Some of your favorite pastors and authors are bringing you their most popular devotionals free. Discover the joy and peace you can experience every day when you spend focused time in God's Word. Sign up for daily devotionals from crosswalk.com and get inspiration and encouragement sent right to your inbox with devotionals for parenting, singles, women, and more. Crosswalk.com provides spiritual growth for every stage of life. Crosswalk.com is a division of Salem Media Group. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Hey, don't forget, our sister station, Business 1440, is your home in the metro for America's team, the NDSU Bison football team. They've had another fantastic season, and they are set for their ninth national championship game in 11 years. Catch all the action live. Oh, no, you can ask. I will reply. You can get uh, check out the Bison uh, versus the Montana State Bobcats at Toyota Stadium in Frisco, Texas, 11 a.m. next Saturday. Stream the game, by the way, at TwinCitiesBusinessRadio.com. So, in our green and gold, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. This, of course, the most bison-centered broadcast in Twin Cities Radio. Uh, horns up, heard. Uh, so I'll be, I'll be uh, actually decked out in my bison wear tonight at the gig. Did I say gig? Oh, yeah, we'll talk about that a little later on the broadcast. 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us here. So it's a new year, uh, and it's it was a grim new year. I think it's safe to say, in Minneapolis and St. Paul. Minneapolis, I believe, uh, tied 
its record for uh, actually came close, came one shy of tying the record set in 1995, according to the Star Tribune yesterday. Uh, homicides this year doubled from the count in 2019. By the way, this is uh, the report from U.S. News and World Report. Uh, predictably, it goes easy on the regime in Minneapolis. We'll explain why in just a moment here. Uh, this is a piece from the, uh, from U.S. News and World Report. Uh, quote, the city has reported 96 homicides this year, just one shy of a record set in 1995, according to the Strip. Homicides this year doubled from the count in 2019 as the city's most diverse and low-income neighborhoods saw the, dare we say vibrant neighborhoods, saw the, the bulk of the violence. Criminologists such as James Allen Fox, a professor at Northeastern University in Boston, attribute the recent nationwide crime uh, wave to a confluence of factors, including the coronavirus pandemic, as well as conflicts over politics and race. Before June 2020, Minneapolis had seen a prolonged low in violent crime with homicides generally trending down since the late 1990s. No, not generally trending down. Trending down sharply. After the Minneapolis, uh, the murder Apples years, where Minneapolis had 97 homicides in 1995, Minneapolis followed a national trend with homicides plunging. And Minneapolis, it was no less true than, than any place else, although it was particularly dramatic in Minneapolis. Going from 97 in 1995, 36 years ago, uh, 26 years, 26 years ago, to 30 in 2016. Now, I'm going to give you a fact. I've, I've said this on the broadcast before. I'll say it again here today. Minneapolis had 96 homicides. That's 9-6, just shy of 100 homicides last year. I urge you to compare this with this fact. In 2016, when Minnesota hit its trough, its low point in terms of crime, there were 92 homicides, of which, by the way, nine or excuse me, 91 homicides, I should say, of which... Nine were considered justifiable, by the way, so they really only counted 82 as homicides, as murders. In the entire state. That year, by the way, Minneapolis had 30 homicides, overwhelmingly uh, jammed into two neighborhoods, two zip codes, actually three zip codes and two neighborhoods in North Minneapolis, near North and Camden, where a good chunk of the violence is today, but by no means all. It's not nearly as lopsided as it used to be. It's starting to look a little bit like the mid-90s out there, in fact, early to mid-90s, with crime pushing its way through downtown, through the warehouse district, down into uh, the rest of the city, down into the south side. You're finding uh, carjackings, you're finding shootings, you're finding strong-armed robberies all over not only Minneapolis, but spreading out into Edina, into Bloomington, into Wyzetta and Deephaven, for the love of Pete, for, into Golden Valley, into St. Louis Park. You're seeing the sort of urban blight and urban crime spreading out into the suburbs that, let's be honest, are not used to it anymore. There was a little bit of crime leaking out to the suburb in the mid-1990s. I don't recall it being anything like this. And by the way, you're seeing some of these suburban uh, counties and cities starting to take notice, starting to do something about it. It's interesting. Uh, Lisa Adelson, I believe her name is, she's a uh, representative from Edina, the old uh, Keith Downey seat in Edina, 
from way back when. The old Ron Earhart seat before that. She's Edelman? Edelman? Anyway. And she's sounding off about the crime rate, the, the slop over crime that's crossing over into Edina. Uh, to which I must quote in response a quote from one of my favorite Christmas movies, Die Hard. Welcome to the party, pal. Welcome to the party, representative. Yeah, uh, your your party, the the DFL, has set this table. Here's your main course. You have impaneled a city government that believes, and they've said in their own words, in as many words, that all of you law-abiding schmucks deserve this. You've got it coming. Quit complaining. That's what. That's our life. No. Almost in literally as many words. Lisa Bender, the outgoing president of the Minneapolis City Council. And I say outgoing uh, as if it matters. It really doesn't. I mean, in, in the words of Pete Townsend, shortly we'll meet the new boss who will be same as the old boss in Minneapolis. But Lisa Bender, a year ago, almost two years ago, in, in, in June of 2020, in the wake of the George Floyd riots said in as many words that expecting law and order, expecting the city to keep order, comes from a place of privilege. Says that that only privileged people demand law and order from their government. To which every single citizen should respond, yeah, it is. Every single citizen, whatever their race, whatever their creed, whatever their color, whatever their politics, should have been in Lisa Bender's face saying, ma'am, you're dang skippy. It is a privilege. It is a privilege that I pay for with the property taxes that I give you every year, with the sales taxes that I, whenever I have no choice but to spend money in Minneapolis. I've had to spend a few bucks in Minneapolis Till the Dakota moves back to St. Paul or out to the Burbs, it's the only option I have to see some of the shows I like. But if I'm paying taxes to the city of Minneapolis, it is a privilege I am paying for. You are absolutely right. You go down to the massage store, to the spa, and pay for a makeover and a massage, you get the privilege of a makeover and a massage. And nobody gets to criticize you for it because that's the contract. You give the lady a hundred bucks, you get a pedicure, a manicure, and a massage, and a hot towel thing on your face. It's a privilege you pay for. There's an implied contract. You give them your money, they give you the services. That used to be the implied contract in cities. We live here. We give up or at least lend out certain elements of our freedom, like our freedom to uh, <laughs> our, our freedom to keep all of our own money, our freedom to open up any business we want, anywhere we want, our freedom in some cases to paint our houses the colors we want to paint them. Hello, suburbs with uh, with with uh, was it compacts about uh, about the colors you can paint your houses. Hello, Apple Valley. 
You give up a certain amount of freedom in exchange for what? Well, if you're Lisa Bender in the city of Minneapolis, you, it's, it's bike lanes, traffic disruption, intentional traffic disruption, like Lisa Bender's current plan uh, that she left us with in Minneapolis, left Minneapolitans with on her way out of office that would basically turn Hennepin Avenue into a glorified pedestrian bike and mass transit mall, which is an idea that's worked so well on Nicollet Avenue, has it not? <laughs> Anybody remember uh, those, those hazy, crazy days down on Nicollet Mall, wandering around, meeting people, engaging in street-level social life? No. Yeah, with good reason. It's a it's a inhospitable, windswept, cement, dystopian wasteland, even before COVID, even before the crime wave. It was about as welcoming uh, as, as, as a public housing project in Moscow. So by all means, let's do it again. Let's take all the worst mistakes of 50 years of urban design and triple down on them on Hennepin Avenue. No, that's not what you pay your taxes for. The contract is just like the spa that gives you a mani and a pedi and a foot massage and a foot whirlpool and a, and a, and a, and a and a back rub or a massage or whatever. I've never been to one. How, how would I know? I'm going secondhand on this. That's the contract. You pay a fee, you get a service. The contract for the taxes that we pay and 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 pay in cities like Minneapolis and St. Paul is provide the blinking order, the law and order. Make sure that I can leave my house with a reasonable expectation that my profit will be will be there when I return. Make sure that I can, by the way, walk out to my car with a reasonable ex- expectation that someone who got released from jail uh, with no bail, no bond, no consequences for some other violent or, or expensive property crime is going to relieve me of my car keys on the way to the garage. Take care of that, and we'll we'll work on the whole loss of liberty thing. This is not how it's working, and it is time for the state of Minnesota if to do something about it. If the people of our two idiot cities won't, Northern Alliance AM twelve A, the Patriot. Be right back. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painful it made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. 
Okay, we are running a car drive right now to help veterans all across America. So if you have an old car, truck, or van, even a motorcycle or an RV sitting around, you can right now give it away and help the vets. They really need your help. And your car will help support the vets and their families. And guess what? You even get a tax donation. Plus, we'll even come and pick up your car for free. And all you've got to do is pick up your phone right now and make a free call. Now is the perfect time to do something good for the vets. Give back to the vets right now for all they've done for this country. And your old car can really help them. So call the Veterans Car Donation Program right now for free pickup of your vehicle. Help the vets and help your taxes at the same time. Call right now. 800-884-9018. 800-884-9018. That's 800-884-9018. I'm sure glad you're my sister, Addie. Yep, you're my best buddy. Mom says you were their little surprise. What would we do without you? Well, you'll probably get your own gum. Yeah, that's true, but you're worth it. Hello, my name is Carrie. I work with Pro-Life Across America, the billboard people. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives to abortion or needs post-abortion assistance or would like to support the life-saving work of Pro-Life Across America, please call 1-800-366-7773 or check us out online at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Pro-Life Across America, educational, non-political, and tax-deductible. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call should you care to join us. You can also join me on Twitter, or Gab, or Parlor or MeWe, using the hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show. Hey, don't forget, this broadcast, which is, if there's anything, uh, is an underdog in, in the great scheme of Twin Cities Media, notwithstanding the fact that we dominate Twin Cities Media, we are still plucky underdogs, scrappy little nobodies, to paraphrase Anna Kendrick. Nonetheless, we are underdogs, and thus we endorse the movie American Underdog. That's the Kurt Warner story. He's, by the way, a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's in theaters. So to celebrate, we're giving away Fandango four-packs. So you can see the film, American Underdog, with your family, plus a grand prize, all-inclusive getaway to Cancun. Movies, travel, everything you could possibly want. It's a very special five-day, four-night stay, including pools, white sand beaches, a golf course, and more. Anyway, you can register to win daily at am1280thepatriot.com. That's the American Underdog sweepstakes. you got about a week to keep registering for that because, boy, but if you don't, even if you don't like the movie, and you should because it's going to be a great movie, uh, you should, uh, but it is a great movie. It's out in the theaters right now. I'll have to maybe check that out here this week. Uh, you get, get the trip to Cancun. I mean, if, movies, travel, what's not to like? 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, crime is out of control in Minneapolis. 
20 years ago, 25 years ago, during the depths of the Murderapolis years, when the New York Times noted that Minneapolis had gone from being a relatively safe major city to one of the most dangerous major cities in the country, they christened Minneapolis Murderapolis because the murder rate was really, really, really bad. Now, the Star Tribune uh, didn't bother telling us that, of course, that back then there was the political will, the will among law enforcement and among law, enforce, uh, law enforcement's bosses in the media proper to actually fight crime. Say what you will about Mayor Norm Coleman, who was elected twice as a DFLer, but then left the DFL, became a Republican, and wound up going on to the United States Senate for a term as a Republican. Uh, not a perfect conservative, but certainly the most conservative senator we've had in quite some time in the state of Minnesota, reminding you all that perfect is, in fact, the enemy of good enough when it comes to uh, political representation, reminding you that Ronald Reagan pointed out that uh, someone who is 30% your uh, friend, I'm sorry, 30% uh, against you is not 100% against you. Someone who's 70% with you is not uh, 30% your enemy. Anyway, uh, and by the way, Sharon, 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 Sharon Sales Belton, the mayor of Minneapolis at that time, was also of the opinion that crime was a bad thing. And I, this broadcast was never a big fan of Sharon Sales Belton, or, or at least at, on a policy level, much less uh, those of her uh, her successors in the office, R.T. Ryback and uh, the other one, I forget her name, uh, that was uh, that was in office before the current, before uh, Jacob Fry, the one-termer who uh, left office in 2019, 2018. Anyway, that's, that's all. Betsy Hodges, thank you very much. Uh, so... so they had the political will, both of those mayors, Norm Coleman, who had been a former prosecutor and ran on a law and order platform, uh, right when such a platform was needed in St. Paul. And by the way, successfully so, keeping crime in St. Paul, relatively speaking, considerably lower in, than in Minneapolis. The And by the way, and Mayor Sharon Sales Belton, and importantly, both city councils, Minneapolis and St. Paul, both made it fairly clear that murder was bad, that disorder, that destruction of civic life was not acceptable, and they went out and found and punished those responsible, which is the opposite of what you're seeing this year. And we note that Minneapolis came within one homicide of its all-time record, and by the way, in so doing, tripled their rate from only five years ago, tripled, over tripled the number of homicides they had from only five years ago. I mean, that's explosive. That that's exploded faster than I don't, gas prices under Joe Biden. That's explosive growth. Wish my 401k would do that. Alas, it will not. Well, there's one area where St. Paul beats Minneapolis. St. Paul broke its record for 2021. 35 homicides in a city that scant years ago, five years ago, had 12, 15, under 20 homicides per year. We didn't triple in St. Paul, 
But we broke the Murderapolis record, the record from the Murderapolis years. And, and by the way, it's worth noting that Minneapolis, uh, St. Paul didn't have a similar peak in the mid-1990s because, well, you had Norm Colvin, a former prosecutor, and as law and order of a, of a mayor as you're going to find in the DFL ever again, barring some major catastrophe, bringing some realism back to the Democratic Farmer Later Party, St. Paul never quite had the same rough patch that Minneapolis had then. Well, we got it now. Mayor Carter and the largely useless city council in St. Paul has gone out of its way to undercut the St. Paul Police Department, denying them the manpower they needed to get back up to the level they were at not all that terribly long ago. And the results are clear. St. Paul has broken its homicide record. It's as violent in St. Paul right now, I believe, I have to look at the numbers, but I believe we are back up to 1930s levels. Actually, the 1930s may have been less because at least the mobs back then had an understanding with the police. We keep our nose clean in St. Paul. You don't hassle us. One might want, no, I'm not going to go there. So this is where we're at. And we saw a symptom of this this past, actually, a story that first came out in June started circulating again here. This past week, a Star Tribune story came out uh, about a woman named Sarah Jane Elwood, Sarah Jean Elwood, who in May of 2021 bought 47 guns. The Star Tribune helpfully points out Elwood is not a hunter or a collector. The 30-year-old from Crystal, 33-year-old from Crystal, was living in her car. She and her fiancé, Jeffrey Paul Jackson, were purchasing firearms from shops around the Twin Cities and selling them on the illegal market, federal prosecutors say. By the end of the month, three of the guns had already been confiscated by police in connection with shooting investigations, according to an affidavit underlying the federal federal charges, federal felony charges. As gun crimes have surged in the Twin Cities over the past year, schemes like this, which are known as straw purchasing, play a crucial role in how illegal firearms reach the streets, say Jeff Reed, the assistant special agent in charge of the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives in their St. Paul field office. The strip goes on to say, no one knows how many illegal guns come from straw purchasers, but local ATF agents are seeing an increase in these cases in tandem with the crime wave, said Reed. Now, let's take that story at face value. And it goes on, by the way, I, because the reason this story came out is because the Star Tribune and DFL, pardon the redundancy, are seeking a policy solution. They want to float the trial balloon of licensing guns. It, it comes up several times in the story. The ATF agents said, hey, they license guns in Maryland and were able to find uh, we're able to find people who supply guns in Maryland. Uh, there's been a slight drop in, in guns being supplied to gangbangers in Maryland. Well, that's brilliant. Baltimore is still a murder-plagued cesspool, and it's impossible, not impossible, but exceptionally difficult for a law-abiding citizen to get a gun because, of course, they have played patty cake with the licensing requirements, something that they, the Star Tribune and the bat fee will never tell you. At any rate, I, I say this, I bring this story up to point out a truism of crime. A, 
one of two truisms we're going to talk about here this hour. Uh, first of all, if you if government turns a blind eye to crime, as indeed both city governments have, with the very arguable exception of Jacob Fry, who, let's not forget, ran as a police reform candidate, not a police enemy like his opponent Ray Dane did. So if you if you starve your police for money and support, crime is going to go up. And the second point is that if you take away consequences for things, negative consequences, you will get more of those things. We've seen countless cases of people who are arrested for one property and sometimes violent crime after another, gun crimes, assaults, uh, theft, carjacking, crime after crime, in some cases 10, 15 crimes uh, where sentences are all stayed or charges are never brought or charges are dropped uh, for dubious reasons, by the way. I mean, it's perfectly legitimate for prosecutors to drop, drop charges if they don't have a case. But in the past year and a half, charges have been dropped just to clear room in courthouses. If you take away consequences for bad actions, you're going to get more bad actions. Now, the straw buyers who are supplying guns to the gangbangers who are shooting up our neighborhoods, what consequences have, have, have happened or not happened there? Well, you'll note that I pointed out that those are federal charges. The Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives is bringing the charges against Elwood and Johnson in the Star Tribune case uh, story I just mentioned. You know who's not doing it? Hennepin County Attorney Mike Freeman, who basically said in as many not quite as many words, unlike the U.S. Attorney for Northern Illinois, that uh, prosecuting straw buyers just isn't sexy enough for his office. Nobody ever got elected governor or United States senator by prosecuting people living in their cars selling guns as a side hustle to gangbangers. You allow bad activities to happen, they will happen. Mike Friedman is allowing it. They're happening. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Good nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. As we head into the new year, the big question is, will you follow through with the resolutions and goals you make for the coming year? Boy, the last couple of years have been a little tough, and probably one of those goals you'd like is to set yourself and your family up for a better 2022. Well, you can do that with a cash-out refinance from United Faith Mortgage. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here, and my friends at United Faith Mortgage can take care of you with a cash-out refinance. A little extra cash in your pocket, redo that loan, and take care of some of those projects you might want to have done. Pay off a little debt. Maybe you want to do a little remodeling or whatever the case may be, you are in control. The great thing about United Faith Mortgage is their direct lender advantage, meaning there's no middleman. And that advantage allows us to get a better rate for you so you can save monthly and lifelong money. And again, United Faith Mortgage will cover your appraisal fees up to $500. That's out-of-pocket money you'd normally have to pay up front. Visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com. United Mortgage Court, Melville, New York. NMLS number 1330. Ryan Vrecka, NMLS number 65233. 
computer service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boot. Arby's Computer Service. What drives your retirement investment decisions? The news of the day? Your emotions? Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike. They'll be discussing how to navigate the emotional roller coaster of today's news cycle. Alan Mike will share with you seven principles of long term investing, a set of guidelines to set yourself up for success in all your investing endeavors. Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them right now at 855 231 6010. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's play The Patriot Minneapolis. AM 1280 The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget, SalemNewsChannel.com is a news channel that loves America and isn't afraid to admit it. Watch your favorite hosts like Dennis Prager, Hugh Hewitt, Sebastian Gorka, and Larry Elder on the channel that believes freedom of speech and religion are fundamental to what we do. We put truth ahead of agenda, and we will not be bullied by Jack Dorsey and Mark Zuckerberg. It's available on Roku and your top streaming platforms, or just go ahead and use the Salem News Channel app. Uh, everything is an app these days, including am12athepatriot.com, the place you could be listening to this on your device as you go about your day. Either way, we've got a million ways to get a hold of this station. We hope you use, well, all of them. All of them. Uh, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Don't forget, uh, Rebecca Brannon joins us in the second hour today. We've had her on recently talking about her uh, video of a shooting and car theft at the Uptown McDonald's a couple weeks ago. Uh, she has been covering the uh, the situation with Sh- Hennepin County Sheriff uh, Dave Hutchinson, like few others, and we'll be talking about some of the blowback she's gotten from that uh, as we carry on through the show here today. So stay tuned. Uh, by the way, pass the show around to people. Uh, it's been a bad year. You don't need to hear this, but it, how bad it's gotten in various parts of the country, crime-wise, uh, is something that, that is kind of an eye-opener. I mean, if you look at Minneapolis and St. Paul, yes, on a local level, you can see what a problem it is. Let's talk nationwide. Twelve different major U.S. cities have broken their annual homicide records. We talked about St. Paul, which got up to 35 this last year, which is the highest it's the they say the highest since 2020. 20, 2020 uh, was a bad year uh, and the worst year since the mid 1990s. So this uh, ABC News graphic is a little uh, l- little cockeyed, 
But some others uh, are, are a little more dramatic. Again, Indianapolis, 246 homicides in Indianapolis, the highest since 2020. Again, that was another horrible year, along with Toledo, 62, in a city considerably smaller than Minneapolis. Again, the worst since 2020. Again, which was a horrible year, and most of these cities are seeing the worst. Uh, 2020 was their worst year since the mid-1990s. Like Rochester, New York, 71 homicides, the highest in 30 years. Philadelphia, yeah, highest since 1990, 501 homicides in Philadelphia. They may mostly be Eagles fans killing each other for all I know, but still, that's horrible. Uh, Columbus, Ohio, I've been there. It didn't seem like it was all that far out, and yet 179 homicides, again, most since 2020, but that was the worst since the 1990s. Louisville, Kentucky, 175. Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 137. It's not that big of a city. Austin, Texas, 60, the highest since 1984. Albuquerque, New Mexico, 82, the highest since uh, 2019. Again, a bad year there. Uh, Tucson, 80 homicides in Tucson, the worst since 2008. Portland, Oregon, 72 homicides. That's the, the worst since 1987. It's carnage around the country, and it is carnage in blue cities for the most part because they have removed the consequences from bad actions against bad actors. Now, you talk about this with people on the left uh, frequently, and they'll say, well, you can't just throw more police at a problem, and, and there's a point to that. Yes, you, you, you can throw police out on the street. There's a lot of heavily policed cities that have horrible crime problems. New York City in the 1960s and 1970s had a huge, well-equipped police department, and yet it was one of the most dangerous cities in America because police alone don't solve the problem. And, and you will hear people on the left say, well, we need to address the root causes. Okay, so let's talk root causes. I mean, it, it's not, it's not, it, it makes sense on a, on a shallow, superficial level. It's like saying, okay, you've got something gushing water in your basement. The solution to the problem is not to spread out more towels on the floor to soak up the water that's, that's pouring out of the pipe. The solution is to fix the pipe. Well, no, we have to address the root cause. Okay, I get it. Why did the pipe burst? Was it an old pipe? Or did someone pour too much Drano down the drain and corrode through it and, and, and blow it out? Well, if you limit your analysis of that pipe to say, well, it can only be an old pipe or it can only be Drano, you're leaving a bunch of potential other issues on the table. And when people on the left talk about root causes, and to some extent people on the right as well, I mean, if you ask someone on the right, what is the root cause of all this crime, the, the likelihood is that they will say the decline and collapse of the American family, especially the American urban family. And if you say that means the black family, well, they have had the by far the greatest increase in fatherless households, uh, for social reasons and criminological reasons, yeah, and an awful lot of black men are in prison. That's a that's a part of the root cause as well. Uh, we need to, if you want to talk about root causes from a conservative perspective, you need to look at all those issues. 
But if you're on the left, the only root cause that's acceptable is institutional racism. Which brings up a question. If institutional racism has existed as a founding pillar of our society since 1619, why is institutional racism, why did it take a 20-year holiday? Uh, In 1988, a Gallup poll said that fewer than a third of African Americans uh, felt that racism was a dispositive factor in their life. That number tripled by 2015 after a year, after a term, rather, of Barack Obama, or term and a half of Barack Obama. Crime, including black-on-black crime, which is a significant plurality of crime in America, uh, the most overwhelming individual uh, tranche of crime in America is is. It, most crime in America is intra-racial, blacks, uh, African-Americans robbing, killing, shooting, stealing from blacks, and whites likewise doing the same from whites. Less than 3% of crimes are between different races. So if institutional racism has dominated American society since 1619 and is no less a factor now than it was then, or in 1776, or 1862, or, or 1933, then why did crime dip? Did institutional racism dip as well, by half? Or is maybe there's something else involved? You, you want to talk root causes, let's do it, but let's make sure it is a open and viable discussion that covers all the bases. Rebecca Brannon joins us when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Wouldn't it be great to receive free quotes from multiple top-rated contractors on siding, roofing, and window jobs with absolutely zero pushy salespeople invading your house with one-size-fits-all overpriced options? I'm Ryan with my three quotes. As many Patriot listeners know, one short meeting with me will result in competitive estimates emailed to you a few days later with no obligation to buy. With today's supply chain issues, the most common question I get lately is how long until the work can be done? Straight answer. If you would like to see some new windows in your house in the summer, now is the time to call me. Lead times are up to six months for window installs, double than what we've ever seen in the past. So whether you would like a few windows quoted or all of them, we'll go over the best options that fit your house and stand up to our extreme temperature swings. If you decide to move forward, I'll come back out to write up the order so we can get the clock ticking on your new windows. Set up a short meeting with me. Go to GetMy3Quotes.com. That's the number three, GetMy3Quotes.com. Do you suffer from sharp shooting, aching neck, or back pain? Have you found yourself discouraged because the only solutions you've been offered to treat your pain or disc injuries are medications, injections, or surgery? Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center has a time-tested, proven track record of treating spine and nerve injuries from acute and chronic bulge discs, herniated discs, and pinched nerves. Their non-invasive, non-surgical decompression techniques have helped hundreds of patients get relief from debilitating neck and back pain caused by disc injuries. If you're ready to reclaim your health, contact Abundant Life Chiropractic Health and Injury Center in Chanhassen. They're here to help you. As an AM 1280 The Patriot listener, you receive a special $49 Get Acquainted offer. That's a $250 value for just $49. Go to AbundantLifeChiropractor.com to schedule your full disc and spinal workup. That's AbundantLifeChiropractor.com. 
I am Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony I'm Madrid. Staff Sergeant Smith Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant I'm Alex. Staff Keaton. Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member and of... And I'm proud to serve in the United and States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com AM 1280, The Patriot, is WW... Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.